Hello, humans. It's Tuesday. We're back with another Embracing Human episode. Today, talking about knocking people off pedestals, okay? I think pedestals can be really dangerous, whether we're placing celebrities on them or our best friends or our boyfriends, or we're trying to place ourselves on some kind of pedestal that helps us to feel better about who we are. In doing so, we're creating separation between ourselves. And I want to dive into that today and maybe open a conversation around how we look at others and how we want others to look at us and open up more of a humanness between each of us and our belonging. Welcome to Embracing Human, a podcast to remind you that you are not broken and in need of fixing, but simply human. Hang on, beautifully human. And as a human, you probably face challenges and obstacles. Am I right? I'm your host, Taryn Rain, founder of The Remote Yogi, and my intention for this podcast is to give you the tools to feel better physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. Together, we'll explore what it is to embrace human. Let's do this. Hey, human. Are you looking to feel more confident in your life, both on and off the yoga mat? The Remote Yogi Tribe is Taryn's exclusive platform where you get access to not only all of her yoga classes and meditations, but deep training, personal development, and coaching-related workshops that help you to transform your life holistically, mind, body, and soul. The Remote Yogi Tribe is a virtual platform that also hosts quarterly virtual mini-retreats, where you get to dive together as a community and with Taryn doing these online events to take your practice and personal development even further. This is the perfect thing for you if you are fully committed to a better life experience using yoga, meditation and coaching practices to heal, transform and step into a better you. Grab the link in the description or go to bit.ly forward slash remote yogi tribe and you can get 10% off with the coupon code HUMAN H-U-M-A-N. Hope to see you there. Hello and happy Tuesday, humans. I am joining you today in a bikini. I was just trying to lay out and get some sun and enjoy the pool, and I was out for about 10 minutes before I was like, nope, it is too hot in Playa del Carmen today. I'm coming right back inside. And I think also part of the problem was I was lying there and just kept wanting to be inside recording. So it's it's good. The last few weeks when I've done solo episodes, I feel like I've just been like last minute throwing something together, which is always fun because I love that pressure. But it's really nice when I actually feel called and inspired to get on for an episode. That being said, I'm recording from my living room today, which tends to have a lot of traffic noise. Um, but that's all right. All good. We're a human podcast. I'm not trying to be polished. And I think it's so vital. This is part of the conversation I'm having with you guys today is about pedestals and how we place people on pedestals or we try to place ourselves on pedestals and how it's really dangerous. Um, whether you're looking up to others or you want others to be looking up to you in some facets, it always creates some form of separation and it can be a really dangerous way to see things and way to view things. Um, So I'm going to dive into that today 
But of course, opening with a human story. Over the last month, I've been telling my email audience and my Instagram audience about just the level of stress I've been under. Um, I've done a really good job over the years of having good boundaries with my work, of creating a lifestyle that really fulfills me. So I work a lot. I run multiple businesses. I love it. But also making sure that I have space for play and fun and the things that keep me fueled. But the last month has just been a heavy load of work, a bit more than I'm used to. And, you know, we all go through those seasons where we might have taken on more week than we can chew. Or in my case, I had like a team shifting around and growing and, and that just comes with growing pains, right? Which is amazing. I'm so grateful to be dealing with the growing pains that come with running businesses that are evolving. But it's just been a lot of extra work lately. And I've been talking to my audience about how... I've been having to really pull into my toolbox for the levels of stress and anxiety I've been experiencing lately. I've had to really um, lean on others, which is a tool in and of itself that I've learned to do. Whereas before I would have thought, oh, I'm on my own. I've got to figure this out. And now I really know that it's okay and it's safe for me to lean on people and for me to share my experience. So I'm like doing all of these different things, but even then, it was just getting to be too much. I've just been working too much, had a lot of pressure on my shoulders, and old habits can sneak back in pretty easily, right? It's like one of those things where you take a vacation, and getting back from vacation, sometimes it's hard to get back to your normal routine. It's hard to like get back in the gym or or eat healthy or whatever it is that you're trying to do consistently, when you get thrown off your game, it's sometimes easy to slip back into old patterns. And I felt myself doing this in this last week really dramatically. So I know I've shared with you guys before that I have dealt with a lot of workaholism in my life. Um, you know, I've dealt with other forms of addiction, but ultimately, I think the reason the other addictions didn't stick around is because I just have this eagerness to please people. I've always been a natural people pleaser. And so workaholism was like a perfect fit for me because the more I worked, the more I got praised by people and that felt really good. So I've just had this pattern of workaholism. And in the last five years, I've been really working on how to shift that energy within myself, how to change it and transform it. And, you know, I've, I've given lots of talks on how to handle stress and anxiety. We recently had a podcast episode with my friend Alice talking all about burnout, and she's got a ton of great advice on there, so go back and listen to that. Um, but even still, this last weekend, I felt myself really digging into old habits and having to very gently talk myself out of it. So, for example, I promised myself I would take Friday and Saturday fully off work even though I was feeling really behind and inundated, I said, you know, it's going to be fine. You're going to lean on your business partner. You're going to take this time off. It's going to be amazing. And I don't know about you guys, if you've ever been like full blown in work, you've got all these projects going on. Even when you take a day off, it's like you can't get your brain to shut off the work. Um, This is what I was experiencing. And so I was on a boat in the middle of this gorgeous canyon in Chiapas, Mexico. Um, It was just so beautiful. And we got to like a stopping point on the trip 
Well, we were kind of out of the canyon. We were by the harbor and Wi-Fi signal came back on on our phones. And we had like stopped so people could like order food and get some snacks and things. We were just like chilling on the boat. And no joke, you guys, I found myself on my email messaging clients from my other business. I was um, like literally making invoices on my phone, sending invoices to clients, responding to questions. Um, And then like even later that night when we were at a restaurant, I like opened my email for a minute and was like responding to emails. And I looked up at my friends at one point and apologized and said, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry, I was working. And they just very gently laughed and said, yeah, it's just funny. You said you weren't going to work this weekend. And they very gently called me out on my own humanness, which I appreciated. And it just helped me to realize how much I had stepped in the direction of my old patterns and and just being really forgiving, right? Two weeks ago, I did an episode on self-forgiveness and I had to practice that over the weekend and go, oh, my goodness, okay, you are clearly still feeling stressed about work and it's hard to set it down right now. And and just acknowledging that and being so kind and gentle. So I don't know if you guys are relating to that, but I've been sharing some of this journey with my audience lately because I think it's so important that teachers and leaders are truthful about the experiences we go through because none of us are perfect. None of us are ever going to get to this point where like, there's no more drama in our lives. There's nothing wrong. It just doesn't really happen. And so I'm always very honest with my audience. And something interesting happens when I'm super honest with my audience. And I noticed it again this week. When I share from a point or or a perspective that like things are not perfect, that I'm struggling, that I'm going through something hard, but I'm working through it. I have a lot of audience members drop off. I have a lot of people unsubscribe from my email list. They have people unfollow me um, more than normal. And I think, I was thinking about it this week about how we put people on pedestals and I think that's why my audience doesn't like it sometimes when I'm honest about where I'm still struggling, where I'm still learning and growing and evolving because we want so badly to believe that there is this place we can get to one day where everything's sunshine and rainbows. That like if we work hard enough, if we do enough personal development, we'll just get to this place where our life is good and we don't ever have any issues again. We don't ever deal with sadness or anxiety or depression or fear ever again. It just disappears. And so we look to people who seem to have a life that reflects that, whether it's coaches or gurus or yoga teachers or influencers online you know we're looking to these people because we want to be inspired by their seemingly perfect life we want to believe that there is a possibility of one day just having all of the answers and and having like this complete resolve towards the things that you desire instead of the reality that even the most uh developed human beings still go through hardships, still have hard days, still are not at their optimum every single day because that's part of the human experience and that's what we celebrate here on this podcast. And so I just thought I'd bring this up on the episode today and just talk about pedestals and putting people on pedestals, trying to put ourselves on pedestals and how 
damaging that can be to our ultimate connection with each other and ourselves, okay? So I I think I first heard about this concept from one of my main teachers, Gabby Bernstein, in one of her books, just talking about how, you know, when you really, really look up to someone, she at the time was talking about her boyfriend, right? When you really put your boyfriend or someone you love up on this pedestal, it creates a sense of separation, right? And I'm sure you've done this before, especially in younger relationships, right? Where like the person you're with is your sun, your moon, your stars. You think that they're amazing. They're so wonderful. And so you paint this picture of how great they are. And in that you feel less than. As you put them on the pedestal, you feel like you're down below them most of the time, right? And so she talks about how this was a problem with one of her ex-partners who she just thought walked on water. And because of that, she always felt like she was just lucky enough to be there, right? Because he was so beyond her and her feelings and, and that created a sense of separation. But more so when we look at leaders, when we look at people, like when I used to look up to Gabby Bernstein, when I looked up to other teachers and coaches that I've worked with, It's easy to look at them and go, oh my God, they have everything together. They're so beyond me. How am I ever going to get there? So you see what happens when we put them on a pedestal? It's not so much, I mean, yes, part of it is reverence. We're like, oh my gosh, wow, I'm really impressed with the life that you've created. But in that same likelihood or in that same likeness, we are creating a sense of separation. By putting you on the pedestal, you are literally above me. And I start to feel like I'm beneath you. I'm not as good as you. And maybe I can get there. Maybe that's the goal I'm setting. But right now, I feel like me and you are on different playing fields. When in reality, we're all on equal playing fields, right? Like no one is more special than someone else. No one's like less special than someone else. We're all here with equal gifts, They are different gifts, thank God. We all have things that we're really great at. We all have things that we're not so great at. And when we look to people as humans on our level, it's a lot easier to go, oh my gosh, I'm so impressed with how far Gabby Bernstein has come in spirituality, has come in her practice of connecting with um, higher levels of consciousness. Wow, I want that in my life. I'm really inspired by how she does that. But I'm not going, oh my God, Gabby Bernstein is like beyond me. And because of these things she's done, she's so much better than me and she's way more inspiring than I could ever be. And, you know, just kind of creating this energy that like I'm separate from her. I can't get to her level. That's the danger of like creating these pedestals is we just create separation. And I hear it from some people sometimes With myself, I have people reach out pretty often and say things along the lines of, wow, you're so inspiring. I could never do what you did, like selling all your belongings to travel the world, um, breaking up with your partner, starting your own businesses. Like, oh my God, that's so inspiring. You're so lucky that you were able to do that. And while there is privilege in my life and I honor and acknowledge the privileges that have helped me to get to where I am, There's also nothing about me as a human that makes me innately 
better or more capable at being able to chase these big dreams that I have. And by others believing that I am somehow more capable or I'm somehow luckier, it creates this energy that like you can never attain these big goals or dreams you have. And that's dangerous, right? That's dangerous when we believe that others are so beyond ourselves when really we're all humans. We're all capable of so much and we're all very flawed too, right? You know, I look to people who I'm like, wow, your business is amazing. I have no idea what your personal life is like. I don't know where you're struggling. Or I might look at someone and go, oh my God, wow, they really have their relationship together. I'm so impressed by their relationship. But hey, I don't know where else they're struggling. Maybe they've got financial stuff going on. Maybe, you know, they're having a hard time taking care of their well-being. You never know. And just by putting them on this pedestal, you've created them into this like God being that is beyond you. And it can, and just, it's dangerous to, to think in that, those ways, because you're ultimately going to feel limited in what you're capable of doing. Cause you don't feel like you're ever going to achieve those levels. Right. So that can be dangerous. Um, simply because it separates us from people and it makes us feel less than, and that's just like never a good combination of feelings that's just increasing self-doubt increasing insecurities um and and you know just understanding like we're all flawed let's just like stop believing in this perfect bs but also i want to talk about how it can be dangerous to try to put yourself on a pedestal because i've also been there done that and i talk about this a little bit in my like i'm not your savior um, episode where I talk about how I believed in the savior complex. I thought I had like some kind of like savior energy. <laughs> Yikes. Um, but part of that was like me really wanting to belong, right? I really wanted people to look up to me. I wanted to make sure that I belonged and I was loved and I was going to be taken care of. So because of that, I thought that I needed to be put on a pedestal by the people in my life, specifically like my ex-husband. And this caused a lot of issues in our relationship because I worked so hard to get on that pedestal. I wanted him to think that I was the best wife on the whole planet. I was making sure, you know, I looked good. I was doing all the household things. I was packing his lunches. I was budgeting appropriately, appropriately. I was reading all the blogs on how to be the perfect wife and I was doing it all so well and I wanted him to just think I walked on the on water. Honestly, I just thought if I impress the hell out of him, he'll never leave me. That was my thought. And some of you might be like, well, yeah, that makes sense to me when, when you're really impressed with someone you don't want to leave. But what can also happen is when you're fighting to get onto a pedestal, it creates separation with your partner. Because instead of me being human and being flawed and me being vulnerable with him, I was trying to look better than I am. And in doing so, he felt less than. He felt like I was trying to prove how awesome I am. And in doing so, I was showing him how not awesome he was. And it caused him to feel negativity towards himself, you know? 
it caused him to feel like he was never going to meet me at my level and he stopped trying. And that was a lot of what caused our separation is his insecurities that were brought out by my wanting to be on a pedestal. And I see this happening with my clients, with my friends who are wanting to be so good at what they do, right? You're so good in the workplace that now you're having a hard time even connecting with coworkers because you've created this level of intimidation because you so badly want to be on a pedestal and be impressive to people that you stopped being human. And we need that humanness. We need that vulnerability to really be able to connect with each other, to really be able to relate and understand each other. So, you know, this happens in business a lot as well. And this is where I'm seeing it really be a problem because as we have an influx of new entrepreneurs, of new business owners, and a lot of people in this health and wellness, coaching, spiritual space, there's a level of really wanting to be respected in your field, right? I want people to think that my opinion is valuable. I want people to feel like I'm knowledgeable in what I'm doing and that I'm respectable and that I am like top level content and knowledge in my field. But what can also happen when we do that is we want to be really polished. We want to present this image of like, we've got everything figured out. There's no problems on the planet. And in doing so, it can become very inauthentic. And in some respect, we think that by impressing everyone with how much I've got everything together all the time, they're going to be more likely to trust me and invest in me. And that might be true. And that, you know, that that is true for some people. But ultimately, when we feel connected with someone, we're connecting with their vulnerabilities, with their insecurities. I've always felt most impressed by teachers who can show up and say, hey, here's where things are really hard in my life right now. Here's where I'm still showing up, and here's why that's okay. Going back to my teacher, Gabby Bernstein, the last event I went to of hers, she opened the week-long event saying, if y'all think I have it together right now, she definitely did not say y'all. I threw that in there. She would have said something along the lines of, I know you all think I have the answers to everything and I'm very put together, but here's the thing. I'm currently seeing three therapists and I'm still here to say, I do know what I'm talking about and I also just need some more support in my life sometimes. And I am way more impressed by coaches and leaders and entrepreneurs who are being honest about where we're still struggling because that creates trust way more than pedestal building ever does, right? Or when you have a teacher who can say, hey, I used to teach this way. I used to believe that this was the truth. I used to believe, um, okay, for example, I used to believe that traditional yoga practice was the only kind of yoga that can be considered yoga because that's what's ultimately the most spiritual and traditional for your body or something along these lines, right? I used to believe that. And now I will say, I will admit, I was wrong before. I've changed my opinion. Here's why. 
And owning up to mistakes we've made, owning up to our change in opinions, right? This might be political opinions, how you run your business, how you change your image, whatever. Being able to own up to the mistakes instead of wanting to be on that polished pedestal creates way more authenticity. It creates deeper connection with friends, with clients, with coworkers, with team members, right? And that's why I say pedestals are really dangerous because not only do we create separation, we create an authenticity. And if there's one thing we need more of around the world right now, it's connection, it's closeness, it's belonging. And by continuing to place ourselves or anyone else around us on a pedestal, we continue to lack connection. I'd love to hear you guys' opinion on this one. I know it's kind of, maybe it's controversial. I don't know. I think we just need to be way more open to expressing our human experience and stop trying to be perfect, especially brands, especially like people brands, like coaches and entrepreneurs and influencers. I think it's just really dangerous to have this whole pedestal energy going on. Let me know what you think. I'm always happy to hear from you on Instagram at the remote yogi. You can send me an email, Taryn at the remote yogi.com. Of course, that's all in the show notes. And just thanks for letting me ramble today. I'm sitting here in my bikini, still wet from the pool, and just really feeling called to share that message. So hopefully it resonated with someone today. Sending you big hugs from Mexico, and we'll chat next week. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening to Embracing Human Podcast. Just a podcast to remind you that it is cool to be human. You're not broken. And I would love to be able to share one of your stories. Being able to relate to other people's stories, whether it's a moment of triumph or something embarrassing or just one of those human moments, please share a story with me so I can get other people to feel like they're not alone in this world. My email is in the podcast notes, taryn at theremoteyogi.com. And tune back in every Tuesday around 7 a.m. Eastern time, where I'll be dropping new episodes each week, depending on how human I am. To find more resources on embracing a badass human life, check out theremoteyogi.blog. You can find me on any social media at The Remote Yogi for lots of fun yoga, free meditations, and more topics like this that I'm sharing every day. Make sure to follow me and send me a hello on any social media platform. We'll see you guys or chat with you guys next week.